You're listening to Your Bright Future with Mrs. J and Mr. LD, a Loveridge counseling podcast connecting home and school and helping to create a bright future for your students. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Your Bright Future podcast with Mr. LD and Mrs. J. Hello. Hello. And uh, today we're going to talk because uh, National School Counseling Week is coming up. I think it's the first week in February. It's always the first week in February. And it's a time for us as counselors to kind of promote our profession and kind of let people know what it is exactly we do. Um, counselors will be in the news a lot that week. I think a lot of people are curious about what uh, what it means to be a counselor. And so uh, we just wanted to kind of give you some background on, on us personally and how we came to counseling. And and um, share some of our thoughts and experiences and, and just kind of bring you into our counseling world to yeah. celebrate our National School Counseling Week. So. Totally. This is, this is a fun one for us and, and just uh, kind of like exactly what you're saying, Tanya, to share a little bit about ourselves and the passions and, and what we love about our job and why we chose this job. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool because... Tanya, you and I went to school together. Yes, for we did this. to become school counselors. Yep, yep, about ten years ago. Is that how long it's been? Yeah, I think we started in the fall, like it was the January of 2010. That's or, crazy. Yeah, this was our first. So eleven years ago, yeah, like yeah. this month is when we started our program for the through the University of Utah. And I guess let's kind of start there. What what pointed you to do that program, Tony? So another interesting thing about Jared and I is that we actually lived in the same neighborhood true, for quite true. a long time. So I actually knew him as a as a young man, <laughs> a little boy. <laughs> but um, we had another uh, neighbor of ours, uh, Tracy Shirts, that mm-hmm, went to mm-hmm. the program the year mm-hmm. ahead of us. So she was the year ahead of us. And so I was uh, looking for a way to, my kids were in school. Um, I have two kids two, and they were both, you know, occupied for most of the day and so I was just looking for something else to do I graduated from SUU uh, with my bachelor's in psychology back in 1993 and so I spent some time working in a counseling office just right after I graduated over at Snow Canyon High School so I was Mm -hmm. there right when the the high school opened and then I took some time off to be with my kids and then when they went back I was looking for something right and so Tracy had started the program she was in her second year when I uh, went to the orientation that we talked about Mm -hmm. and uh, and so uh, that was kind of my because I had worked in a counseling center before and now this program was opening up Tracy I think was in the first cohort I think we were the second cohort so yeah we uh, and then we showed up and we were were both in the same class which was kind of cool that's so funny yeah and there was a fourth counselor yeah right they came from that same little neighborhood yes but yeah something in the water there yeah I guess so Or we're all kind of needy or emotional people that, that need that extra help. But I, I, a lot of it, similar to you, a lot of background in education. Both my parents work in education. And, and I, my bachelor's degree, I did a social studies secondary ed. So I, I, I wanted to be a teacher. And, mm-hmm. and it was, I graduated right around when the kind of the Great Recession hit. So it was kind of hard to get jobs at the time. And I was living in Salt Lake. And I was substitute teaching up there. And I remember it was an elementary school, actually, but the school counselor came in and did a lesson on Martin Luther King and tolerance. And and I loved it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this seems right up my alley where you get and the the kids were engaged and into it and having cool conversations for like fourth or fifth grade. I don't remember. But I was like, I want to do that. So I kind of just dug a little into it. And because my experience with counselors growing up, I honestly don't even know if I had a counselor 
until high school. I probably did, but I have no idea. But and then in high school, they were helpful, but I never really talked to them. They was kind of just about you know doing a job shadow or college right. stuff. But that was pretty much all I knew. But I seen that counselor up in Salt Lake kind of open up this whole other possibility to me where you could kind of connect with kids about you know everyday type things and making a difference in the world and right. so that's then I researched the program and jumped in and you and I kind of jumped into the University of Utah program together it's pretty yeah, cool yeah so graduated in spring of 2012 um, I got an internship uh for the second year of my program over at Coral Canyon Elementary School. And so that was nice because I just, uh, I worked the second year of the program there and then they hired me to be their full-time counselor. So I was there for probably another three years or so. And really, I love the elementary level. I Mm -hmm. think that's really great. When I graduated the program, I really wanted to be a secondary counselor. Mm -hmm. That was all I knew (laughs) from Stowe Canyon High School. And so I really thought that that's where I would end up. But but in doing the program and, and like you say, seeing other counselors doing the job, you know, that's really where you learn what's, mm-hmm. what's, what the, what the reality of, of it is. And so I really loved the elementary level and, and then had the opportunity to come here to Lava Ridge and have been mm-hmm. here probably six years. So, um, if I can't be at elementary, which I <laughs> could be, I guess, if I wanted, so this really is my, my preference, but, um, because there is a lot of, uh, great, uh, the students are starting to be very, uh, autonomous. They yeah. start to recognize who they are and what their their strengths are and what they can do to help themselves in life. And and so it's a great it's a great level to be at. For sure. Yeah. I, I similar. I I started at this age group. I actually, funny enough, did my um, practicum at Lava Ridge yeah, forever ago, one. which is kind of <laughs> crazy. And I and at Dixie High School. And then I went up, moved up to Salt Lake, and kind of got started up there in Canyons District at Midvale Middle School which actually in their district, it's grades six through eight. So I, I and I love that school um, and, and still think about it often, but my life circumstances kind of, I've shared before, but my, my wife passed away and, and I moved back to St. George to be near family and got a job at Dixie High School. And I honestly, I'm kind of the opposite of you. And in that aspect, I, I never wanted to work at high school, but it was the thing available at the time. And honestly, I ended up enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would mm-hmm. just being able to connect with those older kids and, and help them. But when this job opened up, I was so excited because I, I knew you, of course, and, and knew we would work well together. But this age, the sixth and seventh grade, I've always said my favorite grades to work with are sixth and 12th, which is kind of funny yeah. because they're very different. But I, I love those two ages for very different reasons. So Lava Ridge has been a great fit. Yeah. I'm kind of just thinking... I guess maybe what we love about being counselors oh, sure. might be might be a good thing. What what do you How love long about is this podcast? Yeah, be? I know, I know. I could go on let's let's go with our oh. tops off at the top of our heads. So what what makes you excited to work in this field? So I think the my favorite thing about this job is that um, the kids, especially right now, are they're living in such a hard world. Yeah. It just there's so many things, and I. So many things that are hard for them, and I think back to when I was a young person growing up, and and how different the world is now mm-hmm. from the way that it was then, and and how uh, new it is. Mm-hmm. You know, every all of this technology, all of the things that we've talked, you know, a lot of times on this podcast about that are that are struggles for our kids. Um, even parents, I think, sometimes are taken aback by what, how do we handle this? What do we do? Mm-hmm. And so my, one of my favorite things about being a counselor is being in a position to help kids when they're in those p- 
positions of struggling and trying, you know, trying to figure it out and, and just knowing that um, they have someone here at school that they can come to whenever there's something wrong um, or right. You know, I love to talk to kids mm-hmm. when they're when things are going well in their mm-hmm. lives, but but just giving kids the support that they need. I think I've always wanted to be in a position of service to people, and uh, this is just a really uh, fulfilling way to totally. reach out and uh, help kids at a very crucial, critical time in their lives when they're developing a sense of self and they're developing the awareness of of their world and what it means Mm -hmm. to be in their world and and trying to help them navigate that and give them some skills, right, and tools that they can use to to be able to do that and not feel like they're, you know, out there adrift. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. And and to be honest, I mean, we, I think you mentioned that you didn't know your counselors when you were younger, and I think that's probably the case for most of the kids. I think we do a pretty good job of getting in front of the the whole school and teaching Mm -hmm. lessons stuff. Mm But I think, you know, it's really just those few kids Mm -hmm. uh, that we touch on a regular basis because they are struggling Mm -hmm. and it's the ones that really need that help. Um, I always say I love the tough kids because they're the top of the triangle, you know, and they're the ones that really need people in their lives, whether it's their parents or their counselors or their teachers, they just need those people to give them that support. And, and that's one of the things that I just love the most about being a counselor is being that person. Definitely. How about yeah, you? No, What's I, your I, favorite? Yeah, I, I feel very similar. I, I mean, the kids, I've, I've kids, yeah. you know, my whole adult life, I guess I've worked in schools, whether as a para, you know, mm-hmm. doing aid stuff or substitute teaching or uh, I, I've had a lot of jobs where I've worked. I, I tried daycare a little bit yeah. and, and tried to quite the range of, of different possibilities. But I, yeah, just connecting with the students and, and, you know, in the halls, at lunch, in the classroom, the one-on-one visits, groups. And exactly what you're saying, that it is kind of crazy times right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, this year more than ever. I mean, we've been going 10 years now, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's things have just gotten more and more kind of chaotic and, and tough for many of our kids. And, and yeah. it's just to get to be that person that they trust that you could just love on them for, you know, a year while you get them or yeah. however long yeah. and just being one additional adult in their life that cares about them, that gets to know them in addition to their, you know, parents and, and their friends and those kind of things. But I, I, I love those connections we're able to make. I, I often think, so well, sometimes think that it would be kind of fun to like go back and get my PhD and be like a therapist, you know, yeah. or something like that. But I, the thing that always makes the money, of course, would be nice to go do that. <laughs> but the thing that makes me not want to pursue that is, I mean, we have 900 kids here in our school. Mm-hmm. You know, whether we get to interact with on a passing basis, most of them, like you said, it's not yeah. anything in depth for the vast majority. But we we get to see all these kids in the halls and, and throughout the day and then really connect with a, a like you said that percent of them that mm-hmm. need it and and I love just being able to to be that person to just love and care about they them. bring such a great energy I mean mm-hmm. you, I can be having you know a, a horrible day whether, whether it's outside the school or personal life or whatever and come to the school and and I know that if I meet with you know, three or four or five kids, if I go hang out in the lunchroom, if I go out and just be around those, the children that are here, it just, it's, it just brightens your day. I mean, it just brings all this positive, great energy and, and knowing that, 
you know, if if all things were equal <laughs> with all children, they would all be excelling, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's just a matter of taking away the finding those barriers that are keeping some kids from being successful or, or that are, you know, they're struggling because of something and trying to find a way around that. I yeah. think it's just so fulfilling. Yeah, totally. I, I, I love that. And, and it's totally true. I mean, life, unfortunately, isn't fair, right? No. I mean, to us as adults or to kids, and, and you're right that we, there we all have such amazing potential and that's part of why i love this age group so much because really for most of them they could do anything i mean they're not going to go be nba stars necessarily (laughs) but but they could be as happy and successful as as they're willing to work towards and and kind of opening their eyes to that to that potential and that perspective is so great and and like you say helping them if there are barriers, whether it's, you know, tough personal stuff or family stuff or, you know, stuff they struggle with with friends and just helping them, I, I mean, you know, grow that resiliency, make Focus connections. Focus on the things they can control yeah. rather than things they can't, right? Like we really talk to them about let's find your power. Where, mm-hmm. where, where do you have power in your life and how do you activate that power so, so that they can really feel that sense of control? I think the worst thing for kids sometimes, and for me too, for anyone, is really just feeling that lack of control, lack of power, um, feeling like your life might be spinning out of control, but this is, this is, these are some good ways to, to yeah. change that and focus on that. And that. Those are lifelong things, you know, that we work on, but this is a, like you said earlier, a great age because they are just starting to see the mm-hmm. world from that, with that lens. And so yeah. it's awesome. Okay. Great. I got another question for us I'll, and I'll go first, but I'll ask you so you can think about it. Okay. If you, like in your interactions with your kids, if you could teach them one thing as their counselor, what would That's it be? That's a good be? question. And, and I, I, my personal thing, and this is what I hope for my, my own two boys at home, but empathy, I think, mm-hmm. is so important and such a tough thing. And, and we've talked about that in the podcast before, obviously, but it's getting tougher all the time just with how centered our lives are around technology, which inherently does not grow empathy. You know, right. it can. It could be a great tool for that. But just the the average mundane use of technology, I'd say, is a negative in the empathy mm-hmm. department. And so I, I definitely, in my lessons and my interactions with kids, that's something that I try to teach. Because honestly, and I say this always to our, you know, whenever I interact with our kids, and I think you have similar perspective goals, but we want them to be as happy and successful as possible. And empathy helps with both of those. Yeah. If you're an empathetic person, you're practicing empathy, you'll be more happy. Mm-hmm. You'll be more successful because you're making connections, you're you're furthering, you know, your your goals and all that, and you're able to to practice that. So that that's my answer. What, what that's do you a got? great answer, and I I love that. I think mine's kind of tied to that a little bit, and that would be <coughs> that I wish that kids would realize the power of their thoughts, their Mm. own thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of it as superpower. Like, honestly, if you can learn to master your thoughts and the way you think about any given situation, I think it really can affect the outcome. Um, Just for maybe an example, you know, someone fails a test. A student maybe fails a test. Mm -hmm. You know, you could have many, many, many thoughts about that (laughs) situation, but there is power in thinking, like, I didn't do well. What can I do differently? How can I learn from this? Mm-hmm. Rather than saying, oh, I'm a failure. I can't learn. I'm stupid. All of those thoughts affect the way that students feel and the way that we go forward. Totally. Right? 
And so I feel like that's such a, such a simple thing to change a thought, but it's so powerful. It just, it reaps so many rewards and it's not easy, you know, but I, I love, uh, I love to keep, I keep learning. You mentioned getting a PhD. Mm -hmm. I think about that all the time, like, but I'm always like taking courses and going Mm -hmm. to different, Mm -hmm. we both are always doing professional development. One of the things that I, I read a book called Bouncing Back, and it's about uh, the neuro uh, psychology of the brain mm-hmm. and how our brains are, are wired in a certain way. And that the more we think a thought, the more the pathway is wired, kind of a hardwired path in the brain. But that those paths are, you're able to change those paths, yeah. right? And so, so it takes work and it takes practice and it takes uh, focus. But I think if kids on the front end of life, mm-hmm. you know, talk about kids uh, they're just babies they're, 12, they're 11 12 13 years old they're just barely starting out if they can really master the idea that their reality is determined by the thoughts that they yeah. think it's it's huge i mean they could go forward with the best attitude optimism so all empowering those, uh, yeah it changes the things that you can control because you often can't control circumstances mm-hmm. i can't control if i get sick or if i get in a car accident but i can definitely under i can definitely change understand the way I'm thinking about it and change those thoughts if they're not bringing me the the reality that I want to have mm-hmm. so that's one thing that I wish I could teach kids and it's kind of an abstract concept so yeah, it's yeah. a little bit hard for kids but we do talk I mean I have a sign up in my office that says change your thoughts change your world mm-hmm. and and I really do feel like that's something that kids if they start to understand can can make a huge yeah, that, difference that's, like, yeah. and empathy is the same way right because empathy is just thinking about other people and and what you would feel and mm-hmm. and do in that same situation and trying to apply it to your own life and so it does a lot of the work that we do uh with kids does just it kind of just happens between the ears yeah for sure <laughs> i mean and, and and like you said that these can be big concepts for 11 12 13 year olds but i i think and and honestly i just to brag on you and us for a second i i think you do a wonderful job about planting those seeds and, and helping kids feel empowered and be able to do that and and we are a good one-two punch with with doing that with these these lava ridge students and 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 yeah, just a great team, and I'm I'm glad we kind of worked together yeah, to bl- do that. Jared's the same way. I mean, I think we each have our strengths, mm-hmm. and I think we we learn from each other all mm-hmm. the time totally. as well. And so I think it's it's good for our kids because we we really do. The motto at our school is. Um, doing what's best for kids. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, everything that we do, we really do try to look at what what's going to be the best for kids. If it's not a strength I have, then you yeah. know, they can go to you and vice versa. And totally. so we're just always trying to look for what the best way is to, to interact with students. And, and so hopefully, you know, that will continue for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. I hope so. I agree. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, 10 game. years went by like a snap. So, you know, it's 10 or 20 more. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but as uh, school counseling week, you know, this is time at our school. We usually get spoiled where our, <laughs> our administration usually just celebrates us. But we like to pay that forward by celebrating with our kids and just letting, you know, mm-hmm. giving them. Uh, a little bit of information about us and and I'm always trying to encourage people to come into the profession too I'm trying to get my daughter to try to to maybe be a school counselor just because I think I I think the need is there Mm -hmm. and I think like you said over these 10 years it's been getting hard it seems like it's just harder and harder every year and and more of the focus is on 
mental health and social emotional health and and that's you can have a huge impact if you have that desire to do so so anyway we hope sharing a little bit with you about us and our backgrounds has helped you to to maybe understand where we're coming from a little bit more we're grateful for you to uh be tuning in excuse me and we ask you to um, please contact us, please reach out, or please share the, the podcast with those that you think might enjoy uh, listening. If they have middle school students, I think all of these topics are very relevant to 6th, mm-hmm. 7th, 8th grade, and and uh, it's kind of fun to listen to and, and help hopefully have that start a conversation with you and your kids and, yeah. and neighbors and, and other people who might be interested in these things so that we can have this conversation about how to best support kids. So. Totally agree. Thank, thank you so much, as always, for your excellent, wonderful students. We, we love them and feel lucky to work with them. Absolutely. All right. See you next time, guys. Thanks. Thanks.